Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm know sure what somebody's they call written it? that one. with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Boyle with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I would I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice at my my. Progeny to you of a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, uh, it's my time. Uh, <laughs> How do you measure success? Hey everyone, welcome to Superhero Speak, and I'm your host, Dave. And I'm John. JD here. Welcome back. Yes, yes, welcome back to Wanda Talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everybody's asking about it. We know you want it. All right, it's, all become right. our, it's become our thing. We spent well, like 40 minutes on it last week. Well, I know. Well, so, so here's the thing. I was thinking about that, though. When's the last time uh, that a show that purported to be, you know, all mysterious and, and you know, and, and keep you on your toes and constantly have twists and everything. When was the last time a show had this good writing? Oh, I agree. I can't think of I can't think of one, to be honest with you. Like, That's Lost, delivered like this? I, I, I thought Lost and Heroes tried to be like this. But there's just no they 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 didn't they couldn't do it right. Hero they, season one is really good. Of Lost, yeah, no uh, heroes. The first yeah. season of Heroes is really good. Well, yeah, it but the end off. the ending was a, a total bust. Like you're expecting the this first huge, season. Yeah, you're expecting the first season was pretty good. You're expecting this huge battle between the guy who absorbed powers and the guy who took powers, and it turned into nothing. Well, it was network TV in the mid two thousands. I know, like. Yes, no, I agree. And but that's the whole that was the problem with heroes is I don't think they had a plan past season one. Oh god or, no. Or a budget to do anything really cool. I mean, let's yeah. face it. So but but even so, like the 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 thing is Marvel's got so many they, they have so many advantages that all these other shows don't. You've got the Marvel universe that they've spent, you know, what, twelve years putting together. They've got all of the comic book stuff they can they can punch into it. And as far as I can tell, they are just like, I don't, do these things have a cap on the money per show? Because <laughs> like whatever Disney says. Yeah. I, and I, I think they all have a ridiculous budget, these shows. But the um, writing is just so good. Yeah. Marvel, man. So shit works. All right. So before we get into Wanda talk, how is everyone's week? John, how was your week? How are you doing? Well, Wanda, 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 Vision, Vision, Wanda, Vision. No. Um, I guess. It, was, it was fine. It was fine. Nothing to report, you know, just blah. Good. I'm still working on trying to make, make a good loaf of sourdough. I, you can't really make a bad one, but I'm trying to get up to like a level where it's really, really good, you know? So, right, right. So oh. my, my sourdough starter hasn't like, um, you know, become sentient yet, but. So it hasn't quite started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was bad. Uh, so yeah nothing else to report okay how about you jd boy i'm lonely um (laughs) i was just i was just telling dave i would not wish 
being alone on anybody. I've been alone most of my life and I would not wish it on anybody. And I was just saying that you aren't used to it. I, I last week I was like, man, I'm getting so much done. Like it was great. I'm like, this is awesome. And then like Thursday night, I looked around. I'm like, God, this is quiet. Like it was just, <laughs> it was weird. And I talked to my wife today on the phone and she's like, you won't listen to anybody. And he's doing this, this. So I, I think when my wife comes back, I'm going to give her like a week in a hotel by herself and just take off work completely and be dad because this really is a lot on her. Just, just yeah. at least until she looks around and says, God, it's quiet. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think I think she's kind of earned it because like she looks so frazzled today. I felt so bad for her, you know. And she's kind of she's trying to. It's not like she took off work; like she's working at the same time. And my father in law is a farmer, so this four year old, not to entertain himself, but I mean, like, has to behave for a couple hours, like not a couple hours, so a few hours a day while my wife works and my father in law like tends to the to the animals and stuff. And it's just it's tough. It's tough mm-hmm. on everyone right he now. Can go, you can go play on the farm, find some abandoned well not, to fall into. And it's, then well, here's the problem. <laughs> if we have sub, we have sub freezing temperatures. It's below zero in Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minnesota right oh, now. Oh wow! Probably Iowa too, but who cares about Iowa? Um, <laughs> True. I mean, it's freaking cold out, man. So no offense to our fans in Iowa. I mean, perfect defense to Iowa. You know what you did. Um, <laughs> no, so it's uh, other. <laughs> Other than that, it's just, uh, it's fine. Yeah, I just miss my family. Got a lot of work done. Wrote 15,000 words this weekend. I should be close to finishing this next novel and getting it off to my uh, editor. And I'm hoping to get that new Kickstarter up. I was hoping March, April's looking more realistic. Nice. You you, you say it's below zero. It's like here we're, we're having a cold snap now where over the next week it'll be in the 20s. And, you know, at night it could be oh, yeah. single digits, which is not normal cold for us, but it's not unusual either. Yeah, we're we get a, we get this for a while, but it's going to be all week for like ten straight days. We're going to be like around one or two degrees with with like wind chills and like negative fifteens and stuff yeah. like that. Like the Midwest is stupid, man. Yeah, it gets stupid cold here, and it gets I, stupid I, hot in the summer. I went to Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota once. Um, I went to I I was uh, I forget what I went for, but. In me, a rube from the Northeast, like it's February. And I say, okay, well, I, I, get, I need to get to this building. So I'll just go out uh, you know, onto the sidewalks and walk through the streets. And, so, and, and some guy was <laughs> you like, foolish you, man. you foolish man, you. Some, some guy's like, you're, you, are you stupid? Like go to the, use the walkways. That's what they're for. Like what, what are your walkways? They're skyways between all the buildings. I didn't know that they were all In connected. Minnesota. Minnesota yeah. gets cold, man. <laughs> Chicago doesn't get, it's not nearly as bad as Minnesota gets. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like and again, that's Minneapolis on the same like latitudinal plane as where my father-in-law lives. So it's balls cold right yeah, now. Like in New York, you'll get snow on the ground this time of year. Cold but cold. in Minnesota, I look down from the skyways and it's just like icebergs. You know, mm-hmm. I got lost, found the wall of America. It was great. You know, I couldn't shovel my driveway last week because there was ice under the snow. So you're just like, well, I'm not going anywhere today. Walk back in the house and give up. I told my wife I want to get a blowtorch. Right, because I think that's what'll finally get rid of it. So if I can just, because I saw a guy on the internet do this, I'm like, like, I've been flirting with this idea for years in jest, and now I'm like, this guy actually manned up and did it. Now I want to follow suit and just blow fire all over the place to melt. Use the, the, use the same the same thing that they use for roofs when they're when they're melting the tar to put the tiles down. I've never seen that. I'd like to. It's, it's a like big a great it's idea. a big torch thing where you can just you know just kind of. I need to call a roofer. Thank you. <laughs> sure, they're not busy this time of year. <laughs> oh my god well you come out and find some ice. nice tar tiles on your on your drive ice it wouldn't be like they wouldn't be busy this time of year here 
Well, this is when people find out they have problems with the roof. Yeah. Yes, but you don't get them fixed this time of year because it's, yeah. it's yeah, ice, it's... man. Ice. We have well, sub-zero temperatures. I, I know. Mr. Freeze would be at home where you are. Back in the superheroes. Yes. Where, 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 where you are, but where we are, people are getting In fact, my friend, a friend of mine was just posted today that she uh, had a roofer over who was working on a roof. So. Er. Burr, burr, burr. So yeah, that's what's going on. How about you, Dave? How's life? Yeah, how's the weather at your place? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's the thing too. Because like I went to the like I usually take the bus or an Uber to the gym, work out, and walk home because it's two and a half miles, right? And I was like, oh, the sun will be up by the time I'm I'm done. It'll get warm. <laughs> it was 19 degrees, and I know it's not as cold as where you are, JD. But I'm not dumb enough to walk outside 19 degrees though either. Like I know better. But when you've been sweating and you're only in sweats, a huge mistake. You're lucky you're not dead. <laughs> no hypothermia. Yeah, but uh, other than than risking hypothermia, I don't know. I've I, I've had a very weird week, and it's stuff. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain, and it's stuff that if I talk about on here, people are going to think I'm crazy. So <laughs> they already think that, Dave. <laughs> they've they've been in this long. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah. Let's just. It's needless to say that. Uh, I've made a new interesting. I actually started talking to someone online. This not not in a romantic way, just as like a friend way, who's a cosplayer. And we started talking, and like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, she's been to New York Comic Con. She's been to conventions in Philly. So it's like, oh, we've probably crossed paths at some point. I'm sure John has taken a picture of her. It's not Raw yet, is it? I know what? a few. I I know a few cosplayers like Raw yet, or. Um... Well, she's not a professional cosplayer, but she okay. does. She dresses up as Wonder Woman and Raven are her two, two main ones. And she's. I've seen a Raven. I've seen a couple of Ravens. And she's but six feet between. tall, so you would remember her, you know. That's a tall girl. Yeah. That's uh, not. No. It's no, no, no. not a tall girl. Six feet tall is a tall no, girl. No, 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 no. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking of. Of was it uh, no makeup mom or whatever? Um, so, but that's no, no. I know, her. like I said, I know a few cosplayers apparently. No, but so. yeah, it was, just, it was just so weird. Like we were just we were we both belonged to a, a, the same group on Facebook, and we just started talking. And it was like all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I've been here, I've been here, and I'm like, we probably have run into each other. So, um, yeah. So, but yeah, that no, was an interesting week. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not okay. Say. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll save it for later. Moving uh, on, uh, move along. Um, it wasn't as interesting though as WandaVision. Nothing what was that in- interesting? Was that, that interesting? Yeah. Can I do it now? Can sure. I do it now? Can I do it? I told you so. Told who, what, where? I told on this program at four in the morning because oh, by the way, vaccine one of the vaccine side effects I did not know there was horrible diarrhea. So, <laughs> well, heads that's up, just everybody. fun. Heads up because I learned that the hard way. But it got me up early to watch WandaVision on Thursday or on oh. early Friday morning. So at four in the morning, I literally posted like like in shouting, I told you so, because I called it on this show three weeks ago that Evan Peters would be Quicksilver. The Quicksilver from the yep. X-Men films. I said it. You see, everybody, you hear that phone? You, you better pick it up because because JD's JD phone? called it. <laughs> I like that. I made a lot of proclamations in the show. Very few of them have come true. So now that one actually does work, I have to make sure that I get my flowers. I like roses. Bring them to me. <laughs> uh, I personally, I go with edible arrangements, but uh, all right. <laughs> then I will eat them. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm not going to eat the flowers. Well, my wife likes roses. Perhaps we'll get them for her later when she gets back. <laughs> anyway, what a great episode. Um, yeah, because it's funny because, I mean, obviously everyone's talking about the cameo at the end. 
but um, which That's isn't a cameo. Most, it's not it's even not the a, most interesting cameo. part. It's not a cameo. He's going to be in a few episodes. Like this mm-hmm. is our. This has been confirmed. But the episode itself, um, the whole focusing on like Vision realizing, well, so, something's going on here. Like this isn't normal, and and the the almost fight. At, by cool. the end of the episode, that was so. That was cool. really cool. But we yeah. also we also now know, like absolutely know for sure that even though Wanda is controlling that reality, somebody's influence. Somebody it. else is there. Yes, and oh, and yeah. it's it's like it because everybody and and they're playing it really cagey because everybody's like you have to stop or you have to stop, but they're not saying who and who I'm sure is Emma Caulfield. I, it's, I heard an interesting theory on who she is today. It's not, it's, it, it couldn't be the, uh, was it the, what's her, what's her, the, uh, the X, not the X, well, the sometime X-Men, white. Oh, um, Emma Frost? Yeah, Emma Frost. Maybe. There have been a lot, there have been a lot of Emma Frost. Actually, someone pontificated today that it was Clea from Clea. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange's um, one-time wife, girlfriend, I forget what she actually was. That She's makes been a major character guy? since the 80s. Eh. It makes sense. Well, the, the, but the thing is that, um, I mean, the, the whole point of this, again, like it, 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 it's I've, you're more and more sure as you go along that this whole thing was so that she would create those children. Spot- I mean, oh, yes. I mean, we're going with with the oh, Mephisto thing. But that's so the Mephisto's other thing. Be like they're saying, you know, controlling the whole thing. She obviously doesn't control the twins. Right. No. Well, that would make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they're if- going with Mephisto. If they're going with this, I'm assuming the twins have more because in the comics, the twins don't really have a purpose, right? It's just manifestations of Wanda's craziness. They it sure seems like this time around, this interpretation of the character, the twins have a focus. Like they're there for right. a reason. We don't know what reason that is quite yet, but they're they're here and they're aging fast. I love that I love that the twins have completely destroyed any sense of like normalcy that the because like the family can have, because that's what kids do. They destroy any sense of normalcy in your life. And it's perfect. And they're like, can we have a puppy? Sparky, Tom King, love it. Um, and then they Sparky, like, Sparky dies, no matter what reality he's in. Does he? I, that's what I've heard, right? Did he? Did he die? Like I, yeah, look, he did. But did I'm, he? I'm not the Marvel guy, but like, no, I'm Sparky saying he died know. in the comics too. Didn't Sparky's he? a yeah, but he's a robot. He's an android in the comics. Hmm. Um, this time around. We just have Agnes hold it. That whole scene was very, very weird, yes. right? This whole show was very, very. Weird, oh, you mean when honest. she broke out of character? Yeah. And she's like, do, you, do no. That she, scene was weird too. Yeah. That was pretty cool too. No, I mean when she jumped out of the bushes and she had the the dog wrapped up in the thing, and I was like, okay, you found the dog, but why are you hiding literally in a bush? Like that whole sequence, and then Wanda has to give the hypocritical when you die, you have to let something go thing. Yeah. Right. You know. Well, well, not it may not be hypocritical. I mean, it was the her, for her right? But she did a division, you know? Well, yeah, but she's she's being influenced. So she's might... being influenced, but was she being influenced to get the vision? I don't think so. Like it's I... definitely it's see, definitely hypocritical. See, see, think about it though. So every every time something every every time she seems like she's gonna break out, something happens to I don't know, pull her away oh, yeah, from no. that train of thought. So Absolutely. like, like, like Pietro come, mm-hmm. well, oh, oh, you know, re, it was recast Pietro um, showing up. Right. And her saying, they're saying, looking at vision saying, I didn't do this. And mm-hmm. it's like, so somebody else is controlling stuff. So it might be that they are using her, yes. they're using vision through her to, to they're it's, using vision basically to make her do what they want her to do. It's, I don't think she's, I think you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think there's a lot of truth to that, but I don't think vision bringing vision back was, 
anyone else is doing but hers because that's what she wanted she wants that life she mm. wanted she clearly wants that ideal look not suburban life but like facsimile of a suburban life so facsimile uh, facsimile, facsimile. facsimile. Fac- i can never say that word facsimile of a of a suburban life that results in the sitcom world like i think and because she brought the twins to life the whole thing is like it's again it's supposed to be hypocritical coming from her i love it yeah, but again, she's not quite in her right mind, you know? Definitely. So, definitely not in her right mind. Um, I'm going to throw this out there, and it might ruin the show. Dave, did you read spoilers? No, 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 no. Okay. What's spoilers? No, no, the theory. This theory might ruin the show. Oh, okay, go for it. I got theories, too. Everybody's got theories. If it is Mephisto, mm-hmm. did she make a deal with the devil to bring Vision back? It's possible. So, it's possible. It's entirely possible. Yeah. That could be... that. You could because that's a play on one more day, really. Exactly, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's a one more day it's, scenario. I it don't is. know it's one a, more day. So one more day is a Spider-Man story where he sells his his marriage to Mephisto for reasons. Oh, it's one of the worst Spider-Man stories ever written. Was that um, one of the ones that they used to to retro? Uh, that was the big the, the, the marriage. So they the was married anymore. Yep, that's he gave. He literally hey. gave the marriage, the existence of the marriage to. He he gosh. saved an old woman. <laughs> what a shame! Who they story. ended up killing out, kill, killing off later anyway. Yeah. Did they kill? I don't even remember. Um, but yeah, so what if this is like we'll give you vision back, but I want the children. So mm-hmm. that's possible. That's in, I get what you I reading your mail. I'm reading your mail. I dig yeah. it. Now I've heard I when Evan Peters showed up, I got so excited because all I see is the possibility and the potential. Because like regardless of whether or not, because at first I was convinced he was Pietro. Like he was he was that world's Pietro, the X-Men universe's Pietro. Mm-hmm. Peter in that world. Regardless of whether or not he is. The door is open to 20th Century Fox. Yeah. So now we can get anything, right? Yep. It's all it's all back on the table. I'm gonna hold this one till the end. Dave knows where I'm going. I'm gonna hold it for a while. But like we can literally like there is no restarting of the X-Men universe. We could just take what we want. Like yep. it's all it's all on the table. And we've joked about that they gotta have Deadpool at some point. They really so, should. Sounds like DC sounds like DC rebirth. It's not it's not a full retcon. It's just so, a, let's take the good parts of what worked and leave the bad. Right. Leave yeah, because why it. not? Because why not? Yeah. Like we can, especially with the twentieth century X Men universe, which much like DC Comics has been rebooted and reworked a couple times. Yeah. So that so, the potential excites me. So <laughs> here's a question: If this is paying off on the potential opening. Literally opening that door was opening the door to the multiverse. The forbidden door for my wrestling fans. But but it wasn't her. So I somebody else. Oh, yeah, someone sent her. hundred percent. Somebody to, to distract her again. Again. So opening the door um, to the multiverse. Um and this leads into multiverse of madness. Like, are they going to collapse the universes together? Or are they or is that gonna be Doctor Strange trying to put everything back the way it should be? Like don't know. <sighs> It, it, that sounds like it could that's a possibility definitely a possibility can, can like, i but, yeah go for it no good i, I just want to make like we're, we're thinking about in respect to universes and stuff you remember in guardians of the galaxy and a few of the other shows like the universal neural transportation network when when the ships fly through and it's a oh, hex, yeah, 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 and yeah. it's a hexagon oh well the hex yes the hex thing too is wanda Wanda's heck. That's what she does. She puts right. hex. hex. She puts yeah. Right. She puts but hexes on things. They're basically so they... artificial wormholes into other space, right? Damn it, John. That's pretty good. I like that. And 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 um, 
Yeah, uh, it's just, I mean, I, I, it could also, it's like, a, I mean, this is how deep the writing is. It's like, yes, it's both, it's both like it plays right into the, the, the wormholes into different universes that we've already seen and hex, hexagon, hex, hex power. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it it's all just fits. Like, I, it just, it's brilliant. <laughs> it, it all fits, you know, and um, tying back in the eighties thing, right? This was, I live was called this, the episode was titled a very special episode, really playing on those eighties sitcoms where like uh, they would get really serious for an episode when like, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. guy tried to kidnap Arnold on different strokes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool when they played into or, uh, that whole aspect on family ties when the, uh, drunk uncle played by Tom Hanks shows oh. up. And that's exactly what they did at the end when they had Pietro show up. I thought the same thing. Well, he had like, the oh, Jesse, he's he had like the Jesse. Trump. He had the Jesse he, code on from Family he Ties. He did because that intro Family that, Ties, uh, Full House. Because that house, intro yeah. was both Family Ties and Full House. Because yeah. they took a little bit of because the house is a little bit Keaton and it's also a little bit Tanner, right? Mm-hmm. And that intro, they got the painting, which was it was actually a little bit growing pains too. They did the painting and the kids, like the the growing up faces, like they did on growing pains, and they did like the tracking shots that they have that that were in the full house intro, which is kind of cool because it's an Olsen, you know. But I mean well, um, the, the 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 end where they're running towards the camera. That that's was, exactly that full was house. exactly full house. Yeah. yeah, that's totally the shot. So it's a tracking shot mm-hmm. from full house. Mm-hmm. So I have a question, tangent. Tangent we're talking that's, about that's what we do. We're talking about the house. Do you think that is a set, actual set that exists, or are they using the same technology as the Mandalorian? I think they're 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 using sets because they're they're going on the stairs and stuff like that. Oh, uh, that's true. That's easy. Like building a house set's really easy. Like yeah, like, but they're they're redoing it for every episode. But it's only nine. That's and that's really the major set. Like they don't really have a lot of other sets. Again, it, it doesn't like they probably have some of these sets. Like, like you're, you're, we're talking about how these sets mimic other sets. They probably had parts of these sets around, and they just like put them together. And it's Marvel. They buy whatever the hell they want. And it's if they Disney. don't have it, that's. I mean, but, they're probably dropping a million dollars well, just on the sets. But building sets isn't very like that's not that's not expensive. Like yeah. you're talking about a house set. Like like I said, some average carpenters can throw that stuff up in an afternoon and make an and set dressers will make it look great. Like it's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it, it, that, that's not the hard part. The rest of the stuff, is to- I think that totally might be the video walls. But the set, quote unquote, I think it's just a set to, to kind of play into the, okay. um, you know, the, the, the TV show aspect mm-hmm. of it. So, so, so now they, they absolutely positively know that Wanda, Wanda's powers isn't just telekinesis and, and mind bending, that she is literally warping reality. Um and you know her it was it um uh let's see what oh yeah uh, uh photons whatever her, her name monica monica monica's uh suit from the 60s was like or 70s was full-on like mostly kevlar mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah kevlar and flower print you know for the, for the women i i um, I, I love that that was great <laughs> but um what when they were talking about that stuff first off so Monica is pissed at, um, oh my faceless, God, my. faceless corporate bad guy that we don't know that. His well, name is well, no, he's, he's, he's obviously, he's obviously a bad guy, but she's pissed at Captain Marvel. First oh, yeah, off. Yeah. And second off, she didn't name drop, but she did say that there was an aerospace engineer that would be interested in that. Okay. So is that Reed Richards or I, is that like, no, I don't think it's, that's too sp- that's too small time to introduce Reed Richards, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I've heard that right away. I think we're supposed to think it's Reed Richards. I think more likely is like either Riri Williams or uh, Adam Bashir, the, the blue Marvel. I think those are probably more likely what you're going to get. Blue Marvel would be interesting. Cause he works with, but he's way overpowered. Like we're dealing as, with Wanda. What? We're dealing with Wanda. Yeah. This is true. 
this is true. Like, like I, yeah. and it could, like I said, I think that's, I think that's a, that's a misdirection. I think they want us to think, cause they, they haven't even cast the fantastic for you, or at least not even announced. I suppose it could be read, but this is kind of a, I don't want them to backdoor read Richards like this. Like I want True. that to be more of a moment, but I, I'm glad they're making us think it. There's also the, the theory that Mephisto is actually this version of Pietro that Evan Peters is playing Mephisto, which I'd be cool with. I think that, because it's like his demeanor is different. He's not playing the character the same. And I'm like, you know what? Even from that brief appearance, they're right. He's not acting like the, the, the way, like just the way he's carrying himself is different. I still think Emma Caulfield has something to do with this stuff. This, I mean, she like, very well might. Because everybody's like, you know, you have to stop her. She's in my head. And I don't, I don't think that's Wanda that's actually, you know, I don't think she's watching them. I don't think she's in control here, though, based on the second episode. I think she might be clear. Like, when I heard that, I'm like, you know what? Especially with leading into Doctor Strange, that I could see. Right. But I don't know. You know, I don't know for sure. But no, nobody's introduced her yet, though. You know? No, like nobody's she's... introduced. Yeah. There, there's a lot of, like, they're keeping a lot of these, like, um, Easter, they're dangling Easter eggs in front of us to keep us guessing, which yeah. I appreciate. I appreciate okay. that greatly. Yeah. And, and, uh, and okay, so one, one thing I don't understand, you guys can tell me. Um, Agatha Harkness. I thought she was some like uber powerful witch, like timeless witch. Why? So, if that really is Agatha Harkness, and she's obviously not being mind controlled, you know, like she's obviously someone who's not surprised about the kids like growing, you know, aging five years right in front of her twice. Um, and she knows what's going on, and she's not being she's not controlled like the rest of them. So. That kind of show that that plays into her being Agatha Harkness. But on the other hand, why would she like? Wasn't Agatha Harkness like the an equal to uh, to Wanda? No, not or, an equal. No, 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 not even close. She's just a witch, powerful witch, but not the Scarlet Witch. Wanda's powers are so off the charts that sometimes writers don't want to deal with them because they're such kind of like writing changers. Superman. Like, yeah, I mean, like people bitch about Superman. Like Wanda literally shapes space and time. Yeah. Like, and when used properly, you can do some really cool stuff with her, but like, you, it's hard to, it's also hard not to write her as like, you know, a deus ex machina for everything, you know? So it's, there's a lot of tricks to writing her, to be honest with you. But I don't think that, uh, you know, I lost track of where I was going with that, but yeah, I don't think that she's supposed to, I think she's playing a game, to be honest with you. Like she's, when she did well, the whole, oh, do you want me to take it from the top? Cause she's the only person to break character in front of Wanda. Right. I think but, we're supposed, I think she did that on purpose to trick vision well no I vision think, in on it oh no 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 she did that on purpose the whole thing they've been trying you think you think she's been trying to break vision out of it for a while no no the opposite i think she's teasing vision and teasing us by an extension because we're kind of vision right the audience yes. is really kind of seeing this through vision's eyes so like vision's kind of our touchstone character because he's like i don't know what's happening and we're kind of the yeah, same he, way he doesn't even know man. who he is he right doesn't he have said any of his he, memories none that's which is crazy when you find that out but like when she like she, has, she breaks character quote unquote she's like do you want me to take it from the top like nobody has said that to wanda they're all like super spooky in front of her well yeah about but, this but, whole thing but most of them are being literally mind controlled like Correct. they don't they don't even they don't Conscious, the subconsciously they do, but not consciously. But she seems to be one of like two, her and Herb, Herb yeah, to... we, who we haven't seen in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I'm curious when he comes back. But yeah, no, I think she's messing with Vision and by extension us. But it's clearly they, they called her. She called herself Anti Aggie this week, and it's like, oh yeah, now there's not even we're not even pretending anymore. Okay. Like, like we're now we're just like saying, and she comes into Ray to to nurse the twins. It's like, oh yeah, 
but I oh, see yeah. the thing is the way they're they're directing her, it doesn't it feels like she's as afraid as like you would yes. think somebody would be in that situation where you have this, you know, this this person who's exhibiting signs of manic depression and you know a, a little bit of schizoids and uh but she yeah, knows the she's score. controlling reality but she right. knows the score she knows what's going on she doesn't freak out when the kids age right she doesn't but right because she she's in she's in on it she's but in she, on it but she still got nervous when like vision broke and didn't like didn't do what the script supposedly was did supposed she, to that's do. what i'm saying did she or is she i think she's playing with vision i think she's in on the making vision crack a little right because whoever's controlling all this doesn't is could care less about the idealistic Westlake town or Westview town. Like he don't care. He wants what? Like he's got the goal. It's got to be the twins. Like we're setting up the twins. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, again. It's got to be Mephisto. Like it's got to be Mephisto or Master Pandemonium. I suppose if they're gonna go, if they're gonna wuss out and do that. Like it's got to be. Yeah. I know. I hands. <laughs> that's that's Master Pandemonium. Ooh, that was floating around my Twitter today. Thanks to Chris Sotomayor. Appreciate that. Best callers in the business. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, it's very interesting. Like, Magatha still, still don't quite know where she's coming from with it, but she's clearly a witch, right? Clearly. Well, and the, the next, I guess the the next one is going to have her in the actual witch costume for the which one, is the Halloween show. So, yeah, the so, Halloween previews are really cool. Like, yeah. Oh, did you notice that the twins were dressed in green and red? Yep. No, well, green, green, blue, and red, right? Well, green, but like tr- primarily green and blue, yeah, or green and red, excuse me, because you know those were the colors of Scarlet right. Witch and and Quicksilver, and the colors of Wiccan and Speed. So, well, well, wait a minute, Pietro was always in blue, wasn't he? Green. Is it green? Yeah, green. Well, it goes blue, but he starts in like when he's um okay. So, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants Pietro is green, right? Avengers Pietro is blue, right? There's another okay, hit there, but Speed from the Young Avengers is green. Okay, so there's some there's something there. Like this is uh they're oh and they're we're heading to this young Avengers thing, man. I saw Haley Steinfeld still posting stuff about Hawkeye, her being Hawkeye. We got stature going on. Like we're almost full on young Avengers. Yeah. I'm very excited about it too. So uh, what and what's going on with the uh, director Tyler Hayward? Because that guy's gotten got got some evil vibes too. And yes. you know that they were they were dissecting um vision's body in order to like use Figure it out. yeah they wanted to make weapons of course well, and, and of course of course skirt which is going to get pissed off that's like you know right. that's the whole thing is that and that's the twist that's coming that they haven't talked about his body wasn't just being held yeah they were doing things to his body and that's why she went to get it yeah forget, he's still a stark creation technically right you know so he's essentially a weapon and i like that line is vision's living well was he didn't want to be a weapon Right, they literally said that this week, which was a good line. Yeah, and, is... she, and she did mention it, it when they were fighting that you know you you are my husband and the father of my children. Isn't that enough? She like she doesn't want a weapon either. She wants him as him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she wants vision, not like mm-hmm. the vision. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good so, episode. Uh, a lot of questions. Yes. Um. And and of course, I you know. I have a couple articles I left in our Wanda corner, um, which goes, which is related to what you were saying, JD. Um, Elizabeth Olsen has come out and said that there is a cameo. She's Tom Hollanding it. She's dropping bombs. She said, <laughs> the she mouse said, ninjas are going to come for she her. She said there's a <laughs> Luke Skywalker style uh, cameo, cameo like the Mandalorian. Why would um, you spoil that for us? Didn't spoil it. Got us excited. It got us talking more. It was smart. 
mm-hmm. uh, that that you know she's like the fan. No one knows about it. They've even said it's someone that they haven't worked with before. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's coming. So and boy oh boy, is there speculation on this because it's not Evan Peters as Wolverine or as. I got excited um, as Quicksilver. I'll, I'll get it because I'm I'm bursting the seams. I think prediction. If I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I'll come on here and say I'm wrong. I think the Luke Skywalker, that's the key, Luke Skywalker style cameo that we're going to get at the end of this show is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. That would be freaking ins- That would be goddamn insane. No. Because he, would- well, that would do it, wouldn't it? I mean, like. That's Luke that's- Skywalker. Mm. Is it? Because. That level? My son's mm-hmm. prediction, multiverse, we're not thinking of all the properties. We can't just have X-Men cameos. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't, that one doesn't excite me as much. I mean, it could be. I mean, that's simply, yeah. it's easier he's the to flagship, do. He's the flagship character of Marvel. He was the first one to play him live, at, you know, in the movies. Mm-hmm. And we know that he's being talked to to come back, reprise his role for Spider-Man 3. You know, and, it, I, and you notice he's the only one they haven't confirmed. Yeah, there's uh, Uncle Oz uh, from Take an E versus from Marvel versus DC. My buddies has a theory too that we're actually getting the, that the new cameo is going to be the next great villain in the Marvel universe, and that will be uh, connected to Wanda. That wouldn't be that a would Luke be, Skywalker moment, then. Oh, but it would be. This would be Michael Fassbender as Magneto. If he came in to save her because or they're just showed, her kids. Or just, or they are, man, yes and no. They have been and they haven't been. And mm. this one, they, 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 this, they, so I thought about this. Uh, regular Scott, shout out to you for pointing this out to me on the new Volver app, which I'll talk about later. Um, that his theory is that because this episode, they talked about Wanda and Pietro's parents. Right. And they named them. And the, the the name of her father's, this Oleg, I forget the last name, is the same name as this uh, famous... Uh, Slovakian doctor who's experimented with magnetism. Oh, Jesus. That could be that could be a giant coincidence, <laughs> a wink damn. and a nod, or an arrow pointing to something. Nah. But if, but in my opinion, like what I thought about is like I would rather have Wolverine. That being said, Magneto is the greatest Marvel Universe villain of all. Mm. I don't even think there's a debate about that. Like, and Michael Fassbender, when given the right material to work with, is phenomenal as Magneto. So I could get on board with that. There they could, or they could completely Tom Holland it and just bring in Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but again, she said. I mean, you want to you want to piss an audience off? You do that. <laughs> I know, I know. They she they did say it was someone that she hasn't worked with before, and Tom Holland. They've been in the movie yeah. together. Um, and of course, my hmm. guess, my original guess, the most obvious one, the easiest one to bring in that everyone would accept and love would be Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. That's also a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's like a last second, like tag at the end of the yeah. show, at the end of the show, and it's just Ryan Reynolds showing up, making a crack. I don't think anybody would complain about that. I, <laughs> that I just, I'm sorry. That, that wouldn't be a Luke Skywalker moment, but that would be a Yakko Wacko and Dot moment. That's You're right. That's what that would be. <laughs> like, it'd be like a Groucho Marx moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hope she understands the, the gravity of the language that she used when setting this up. Yeah, because Luke Skywalker is something, which is what I thought Wolverine. Because like, one, we don't have that next leader of the Marvel universe. Like, there was like, who's going to lead the Marvel universe without, you know, Tony and Steve around? And we still don't have that guy yet, especially now that T'Challa's dead. You know, so part of me's like Wolverine, and Hugh Jackman said he would come back to play Wolverine for Marvel Studios. He'll be old man Wolverine, literally though. F- Logan's supposed to be that. I know. 
Like Logan spoke and like, first of all, he looks phenomenal for his age, looks phenomenal for any age. Like, and like, but Logan's supposed to be a little like rough and, you know, got some wrinkles and not be so perfect. And he's so fan. He's so fantastic. And so associated with that role that if we weren't to get that at some point, I think it would be disappointing. And if, if there's one thing Marvel's really good at, it's not disappointing fans. How old is Hugh Jackman? Though? He's in his fifties. He's 52 years. Uh, yeah. And Robert Downey's two like years older. And like, uh, yeah, he's two years older than me. He looks a lot better than me. <laughs> It's like, yeah, with with those washboard abs, you that's, can get. That's not. He, it's not difficult to look better than you, John. Yeah, uh, that's true. This, no, no, no. He's he's not wrong. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, okay. For those who are watching, tell us in the comments below who you think is a. Yeah, let's get the, the speculation. Luke, the Luke Skywalker style cameo. Uh, if you're listening, go over on Twitter at superhero speak and uh, and let us know there or. Uh, Find us on Facebook. Let us know there because, yeah, we want to know who you guys think is the uh, Luke Skywalker level cameo. Um, and then the other little bit of news that we I found, um, this actually came out, I think, last week, but we didn't talk about it. Uh, so Elizabeth Olsen, we all know in the Halloween episode, is going to be wearing the classic Scarlet Witch costume. She actually fought to be able to wear that costume because they didn't want to do it. Disney didn't want to do it at Marvel. So... Why wouldn't um, they? It's like it's because it looks stupid. <laughs> That's like it looks stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's supposed to. Look, I mean, like I've seen artist renditions of oh, yeah. what it could look like. Oh yeah, yeah, and modernized, but um, like George Perez draws a great Scarlet Witch, right? But I don't think it's I don't think it's realistic for like reality. Like yeah. that headdress is going to look silly. It looks silly on her now. Actually, it looks great on her. But I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> like uh, that's the thing, right? In a in like the um <laughs> oh god in a uh, in a combat scenario. It wouldn't make sense. It's illogical. Right. But for this episode, it's fine. It works. It's cute. If well, that's it, the whole yeah. reason they did a Halloween episode was just to get the two of them in the classic outfits, fine. Great. Fan service me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a fan of it. Yes. And I think how, that's next week's episode. How great was she again this week, too, when we saw... Oh, that was last week where we, we met Sokovia and Wanda. Was that this week or last? It's all drawn a blur to me now. Well, she, yeah, I didn't quite hear her accent when she walked out of the field. Oh, she and, had it. That was this week. Yeah, was it? Yeah, when yeah. she carries the drone. Yeah, she's yeah. totally got her Sokovian accent. She's pissed. Yeah, she was pissed. Great. Like she has delivered so many different variations on the Wanda character mm-hmm. in these five episodes. I'm just like stunned every time she does it. I, legit talk. I think we need to start really start talking about Elizabeth Olsen for an Emmy. Like, yeah, she's that good on this show. I'm like so this the, the appearance of like. Because everyone's like, oh, what happened to your ex? Like, you know, they thought they just got rid of it. And it made perfect sense where she would have gotten rid of it. One, to blend in as a spy. Two, to be this, like, you know, suburban housewife. And then she got pissed off and she's, like, all Eastern European. It's great. Yeah, uh, both her and Kevin Feige have talked about it. Uh, and they basically said there are reasons why her accents changed. And, like, if you if you follow it through, there's logic to it. It's like it's not... It wasn't just done. It wasn't just a willy nilly thing. It's her personality changing. Well, like, that's She said that she, Elizabeth Olsen said she said, uh, wanted to train with, um, start with, uh, Black Widow. Yeah. And how to be in spy tech and be a spy. And like, you'd be easier to find if you're walking around with that accent. thick accent. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we have to probably assume that Natasha Romanoff probably does have a Russian accent that she just hasn't utilized. Yes. You know, just a shame in retrospect. But, well, maybe we'll see in the Black Widow movie. If we ever see the Black Widow movie. That's becoming the next New Mutants. I hope not. Is this real? I'm I'm hoping it's good. Is this the real life? 
No. Is this just fantasy? The answer is no. It's fantasy. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, mm. reality warping hex powers. So. But God, I love this show. Hey, quick, quick little tidbit. My brother, Matt, hates this show. Well, so, so how long did it take for you to disown him? We had a two-hour conversation on Friday night where uh, he's like, and I, I told him I love what happened. He, I, you know what? Maybe I should ask him to come on and talk during our WandaVision segment next week because I want you guys to hear where he's coming from. And as a writer, he's got some good perspectives on why he doesn't like it because he's like, I feel like, I feel like I don't know what's happening. I feel like that I, everything is point. all set up, no path. That's what I told him. He's like, I feel like they haven't told me anything yet. I'm like, well, yeah, you're halfway through the movie. Like you mm-hmm. don't get, you don't get that. And I get that he's just not connecting with it. And I try to explain to him that part of the fun of comics is the fact that comics exist in this constant state of act two, right? right. We never really get an, an act one, like issue one is an act one. And we never really get an end because every end just kind of restarts the next story. So yes. comics is this constant act two. And he's like, you're sort of telling me what the show could be instead of what it is. I'm like, I know that's the fun of comics is when it's done, you can imagine and you it, what's coming next and get excited about it. I said, the act of getting excited about reading comics is, is a big chunk of the fun about reading comics. It's not just, it's not just consuming the material. It's playing with it, with the material and <laughs> establishing that, like that connection and that like romance with mm-hmm. with the material on this show i th- i figured this how i was talking about. this show because it's being the way it's beat out because we have to wait week to week simulates the experience of waiting for the next issue of a comic better than any other yes. film experience with the exception of infinity war oh yeah 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 you know yeah it's, and that's i think that's they learned that from doing infinity war and end game that way like mm-hmm. they knew they're like oh yeah building anticipation like that works yeah he's like oh just get cliffhanger every week i'm like yeah no kidding dude it's like they want you to watch the next episode or something does he read comics no well he's never been a comics reader but part of me makes me wonder if like you know how how are the normies reacting to this because when i go on twitter everyone seems to love it but like my sister-in-law who loves marvel movies but never read never read a comic in her life doesn't like it my wife loves the show i love the show (laughs) my brother doesn't read comics doesn't like the show I, I would say the normies like it, but that's because the normies on YouTube, the reactors called the normies like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, unfortunately, our bu- our bubble is like an echo chamber. Our bubble is that's literally the same thing. But like, we hear from people like us, so I I do kind of wonder, and I would like to hear, I would like to have him express his views to you, mainly so we could three on one him and tell him that he's stupid. But like, it would be it would be an interesting experiment. So, um, here's a question. I brought this up to you, I think, in a message on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Just doing. like Endgame, does this show work on its own? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's not it, designed to, though. It couldn't. It couldn't work because, like I like I was saying in the in the beginning of this, um, the thing that this has that Lost and Heroes and all these other shows don't have is this rich and and storied history to draw mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Like, if it wasn't for that, you know for what over a hundred years, a hundred years of comics, 50, 70 years of comics, whatever we wouldn't be as excited because we well, wouldn't, there wouldn't be that, that much built into it. All these little Easter eggs and, that we could like, we're trying right. to if you find seen and unwrap. Least, if, if you haven't seen at least age of Ultron, infinity war and uh, Endgame, game, hmm. have no idea who vision is no. that he's died. And you know, the relationship, between the two of them and this is what and this is what i said it's like no it doesn't work and it's not supposed to it's not designed to stand on its own none of these marvel movies are anymore 
This show is perfect for, excuse me, this show is perfect for the Disney Plus app. Because after every episode, what do they show? Like, if you go to the very end, it will link you to the next move, to a movie that will help you understand this stuff better. It they want me to, to Age of Ultron. <laughs> Age of Ultron, it did yeah. to the Days of Future Past, too, when Evan, Evan Peters showed up. So, I mean, like, they want you to experience everything they want that network engagement they want to be able to go to their shareholders and say we have x numbers of hours of the, of of our subscribers watching this stuff and marvel fits yeah. in perfectly with that like i said this show is the closest thing we've ever gotten to a comic book experience because a comic doesn't stand that a mainstream marvel universe dc2 comic doesn't stand on its own you know yeah. i i have to say though the way you're explaining it though is exactly what happens in anime because because some of these enemies like one piece and dragon ball and all the and a, and a few others um naruto they're like you have to have seen like a hundred episodes or read a hundred of the ma- uh, manga books and a couple of light novels be- before you're truly invested in this whole thing but but it draws you in and at that point you're watching the the movies you're watching the anime and like you're you you get excited every time because again this rich storied history and you're fully invested and the more you watch the more you want to watch so right. that's what they i mean it, maybe that's what they, they're they can also bank on that like they see this and if they get really interested like well who's wanda oh oh look i can watch age of ultron or mm-hmm. you know something you know and and you know continue on and it's a rabbit hole of content Huge. Well, that's the argument. It's like, will people watch, can someone make this their first viewing experience? And I said, no, and they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. right? And I have this argument with my wrestling friends all the time who, who are of the mind, well, you you can't get too deep into the weeds because you'll never grow. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Because I'd started watching pro wrestling and I had no idea who Sting was or all these guys. You have to but come in watch, at some point. You have to come, exactly. You have to come in at some point and you mm-hmm. follow along and eventually you're in. It's like soap operas. Like some of these, so, a lot of them aren't around anymore, but for like, you know, 30, 40 years, some of these things ran and someone had to jump on at some point. Yeah. Right, yeah, because there's no there's no replays of soap operas like they don't that doesn't exist to, to put so it you jump in and you follow and then you pick up like you don't want I don't think you should dumb it down for new people let yeah. them show that express why what you love is awesome and then if they're in they'll figure it out well be, because if you dumb it down you're not going to keep the fans that you want the right. ones that are going to be rabid and are going to espe- and, evangelize the show and try to get more people into it and because that, it's that good. Right. And that's the argument I have with my wrestling friends. Like, oh, you need the casuals. I'm like, no, casual fans will go the second they're bored. You want to turn people into rabid fans. Yes. Not casual. Like, attracting people who are kind of interested won't help you in the long run. You want to attract people who are invested. Yes. Right? You take a casual person and you turn them into a diehard. That's the goal. Right. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you end up with the Snyder Cut. All right. Uh, For all you have is, is people with rabies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's enough that's Wanda good. talk for the week. Did we break our record this week? I think we might have. I think we might have. Uh, so, if you're still with us, thanks. We're going to take our first commercial break and we'll be right back with Social Media Bandits. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And uh, and our, our Social Media Bandits. Um, yeah, our first. Um, uh, thing here is a long conversation I noticed uh, today. So this, the headline says JD fights with people. This isn't fighting. These are my these are my fight game media friends. These are my these are literally my wrestling friends that I'm talking about. See, comics with. you fight, fight with game. your wrestling friends? No, I we have we talking like we were talking about 
this weird Sony idea with Keanu Reeves, which, you know, don't want to spoil later in the show, but we were debating Spider-Man, specifically Craven's Last Hunt. Yes, yes. Hmm. Um, to, uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, all right. So you want to sum up, like... Yeah, but my buddy Jeremy and I were talking about, uh, like I said, the only, there's only one good Craven story, right? And we've talked about it on the show when we reviewed right. Craven's Last Hunt. Well, Craven's it, Last Hunt. It started off with Lawrence saying, "Is this oh, yeah. a cool character to play?" Like, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. He, I don't think. Right. I don't think Larry is into comics at all. So he didn't know if Keanu playing because that's. But don't bury the lead. Keanu was offered the part of Craven the Hunter. Yes, you know, and he's like, "Is this good for Keanu?" And I said, "Meh." You know, it yeah, depends exactly. on how you look at it. Because it just, I don't know. They're like, "Oh, I, I get the appeal." Oh, John Wick is Craven. And I'm like, "Yeah, but we have John Wick, and Craven's yeah. not as cool as John Wick." And that's where I said, "There's not only one." Close. No, there's only one good Craven story. And then my buddy Jeremy responded, "Oh, you know, uh, I don't like Craven's Last Hunt." And he, he, he talked about the same reasons that I said were negatives about Craven's Last Hunt. That like it made too much of an impact on the Spider-Man universe, and there's too much negative stuff that went with it. You know, I get where he's coming from. He's like, I don't like horror noir and Spider-Man. I'm like, okay, I mean, I get it, but I uh, like it because it was different. So that was yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, I can't see Keanu Reeves doing a um trashy eastern european accent mm, he yeah. tried in dracula and bram stoker's dracula yes he did it was bad and yeah. it was bad it did not work so and i hope i hope keanu's smart enough to turn this down and i hope sony sony's got to stop with trying to give every spider-man villain a movie like it doesn't uh, freaking work especially craven yeah. especially craven no, well yeah, it's, it's, we've talked about, about this before and you mm-hmm. said it very succinctly craven's the best thing craven ever did was die <laughs> yeah and, and nothing in the t- it's been 10 i think 10 years since they brought craven back and not maybe something like that and nothing since they brought him back has done anything it's like why did you bother do it well we want to have craven on the table all right well, give me one positive thing that you've done with the character since he came back nothing oh because you're freaking idiots <laughs> not gonna hire me so i'll say it like there's yeah. no reason there's no reason to bring craven back there's he's better dead because now you cheapen the one good thing he had see this is like we were dave and i were talking about this before you came i was like the mouse is gonna at some point maybe the mouse will buy Sony and just you know just <coughs> put that. put him out of their misery. I don't want that. Like I don't, I don't too, want it either. But like too much, Sony's making it really control. hard to to not wish for that. I mean, like well, because they want to do something with this. But they've got this Spider Man universe that they can't figure out how to make money on. Venom did all right, but not as well as it could have done if Tom Holland had shown up. Right. right. So if they want to make Craven work, you got to stick him in a Marvel movie because these characters exist only to play a foil to Spider Man. Right. That's the only reason they're there. So trying to make them their own thing, it fails in comics. It's going to fail on film. A, like later this year, we're going to review Morbius and say that fucking sucks. And yep. like, yeah, like there's just nothing. There's nothing positive. Venom kind of can work on its own, kind of. But I mean, the other ones, no, it's terrible. But even, it, well, even Venom doesn't work because the whole point, like Venom's whole thing is, you know, uses webbing and all that. Where do you get it from? Spider-Man. It's like, I agree. Right. I agree. But you can't look. But the reason with Venom is you can't not look at Venom and not think Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So just by looking at him, you connect to Spider-Man. So right. that in of itself mm-hmm. makes it work a little bit more because you can't get away from Spider-Man with Venom. You can't. Right. With If you give Electro a movie, you're like, all right, what do you got for me? Nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, let me see the rhino in a movie. Oh, oh, nothing. Oh, God, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, they work great. Spider Man's got the second best rogues gallery in comics. You know, 
arguably right. the best depending on the day I'll, i might argue different but i mean like they don't work without spider-man like this is why they're this is what they are they're supporting characters they're meant to support the main character mm-hmm. right exactly yeah. so, boo sony keanu be smart my man hold out for something in marvel yes um moving on john this one's your fault uh I'm so took this long to blame something on me so of course uh a couple episodes ago we named the episode amish insurrection thanks to comment you made on the show and tim's timothy jones said i once saw an amish man with his hand up a horse's butt he was a mechanic no offense no offense <laughs> like the like he was going to offend the amish on twitter <laughs> you know, yeah, Am- well, yeah. amish twitter can get pretty violent sometimes <laughs> tim <laughs> <sighs> yeah watch out for the amish mop the amish mafia the Amish Mafia is, mm-hmm. uh, that's a thing. I saw it on Discovery Channel, so I don't know how real it is. No, it's but, Discovery Channel. Come yeah, on. It's, yeah, Discovery <laughs> Channel is more of a work than WWE. Like, um, but yeah, that's it. That, uh, uh, sour Grapes, I don't know. I lost it. <laughs> don't forget to check out Sour Grapes. <laughs> sour Grapes comic strips and finer com- uh, newspapers across the country. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. So there is a follow-up to this, too. We, of course, um, talked about uh, our uh, George Clooney. <laughs> Uh-oh. wanting Duck to Dodgers <laughs> wanting to now that's what I want to see I want Buck to see Rogers. George Clooney play Duck Dodgers yeah that would be right. cool which to which Ty, Ty Matthews said should be Duck Dodgers and gave ah. us a gift of gift of Duck Dodgers there you go Ty you're uh, right um random Randy Savage of Colt 45 said okay not to be rude but I'm over 30 and I have never heard of this character outside of using him to describe other characters. So is there some reading or shows I should watch? No. Oh, my God. Well, what? yeah. Like Gil Gerard? Isn't that? No. God. No, forget Gil Gerard. Aaron, Aaron, Andrew, or was it? Aaron Gray. Aaron Gray. As, as, as uh, Deering. Very pretty. Deering. But this uh, is what I said <laughs> last week. This property has no value anymore. None. Uh, it's a terrible idea. Uh, to which uh, Gorilla Brain Podcast said, in a world dominated by superheroes, that leap off the page to the screen, probably not. Yeah, I, yeah. there's just nothing here, man. And then, uh, and then finally, uh, Tim Jones again Tim said, man. I think we should have a reboot of Tuck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century instead. Tim, mm. we had it. It was on Cartoon Network. It's very good. There's an episode where he gets the Green Lantern ring. Hilarious. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> All right. Now, now, you guys might, I don't know, you guys might like this one, though. Uh, Jen, who's at J M uh I can't remember Macahone seventy eight said remake Ice Pirates instead or Millennium. Oh my god, Ice Pirates. I've never seen I've never even heard of Ice Pirates. <gasps> oh my god, oh my it's god. hysterical. I don't know. I'm unfamiliar with this film. It's it's weird it's a, and hysterical. It's, a, it's an eighties cult classic, but yeah, it's it's <sighs> a, it's funny. I it would be good for a laugh one day. Like while while you're still, I don't know. Like it, I don't think it's not a. It's it's not. It's got to be a for your kid because no. space herpes is involved. Yes, mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's just a, and not what it's not what you think, but it but it is not appropriate. <laughs> it, you have to see it. It's just my God. Now I got to go watch that again. Space herpes. Yeah, no, yes. it, but it's again. It's not what you think. It's there. It just you have to you have to yeah. see it to understand. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, we also have thrown out the idea of us doing a live stream. Threatened, I would think, be the word to use. Uh, threatened. Later cut. Um, of course, Randy said that we should do it. 
uh, and now uh, 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast has said, I think you should. I'd do it, but no one wants to see me cry DC tears of disappointment. That's all I'm going to do. Twice. Uh, I can't wait till we're done with this. Like, I can't wait till this movie comes out and, like, then we can all just give it a collective fart and move on with there, our there's, lives. There's going to be there's going to be months of stuff afterwards i'm telling no. you but the, but the clips and the the teases and all that make it look like so overdone Zack snyder man like i yeah well yeah of course i mean just just like taking himself way too seriously you know he, uh-huh. he, he must like like i swear he must be sitting behind the camera with a bottle of avion saying i am avant-garde i mean just you he know. does take he does take himself pretty seriously and like there's not a lot of joy in his films. Like, no. I don't know. It's a lot of, yeah, I don't know. And I don't wanna... it, it, not a lot, not a lot to inspire us, but what are we supposed to do? They're supposed to freaking inspire us. You know, that's the problem with this is like, he wants to be like the boys, but you can't do that kind of stuff with those characters, with the actual characters. Right, right. Like do what Warren Ellis and, and all those guys have done. Create pastiches, like do your own thing. Like as a take on, don't actually ruin the real thing just because you know you need to be badass i've come here to bury snyder not to praise him well he's (laughs) he's doing he's doing to the dc characters what um what's his name wanted to do to them with the the other movie oh god the big blue guy with the watchman yeah, watch it. Yeah, he he's do he's doing to the DC characters what DC didn't wa- didn't let them do to them to do Watchmen, right? Well, he did Watchmen. I, I know. Yeah, but I mean, no, no. They, but when they, Alan Moore right proposed the yes. story, they um, wouldn't let him use oh, yeah, yeah, original yeah, characters. They wouldn't let him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. He, they, they, he had other characters in mind. They wouldn't let him use his properties. Yeah. So he created his own his characters. Own. Right. That's the best. Right. That's the best example. Or you know what? Another example from Alan Moore is his famous Twilight of the Superheroes pitch, right? Which would have been a very negative take on the DC universe years into the future. Yeah. Right. Which would have been very. We're glad it never happened. But like, yeah. No, I mean, this is. Yeah. But they, but like but like like when DC turned down, um, you know, Alan, they should have turned down Zach. On on letting them use. It's not DC the same DC like, it was no, four I, years I, ago. I know, right. but it's just a there. Jeanette Kahn retiring might be one of the most critical things that's happened in the history of comics. What do you mean? That she was the she was the publisher of DC Comics. Yeah. She oh. was the she was the brains behind everything that worked. Yeah, and having Paul Levitz as the publisher, like the work, the company was far better than. You know, since since uh, Jeanette Kahn retired and Warner took more interest in it, things haven't moved well. Like Warner, let's be honest, man, Warner's kind of a disaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that aren't a disaster, we talked about the rumor that Chris Evans is returning to the MCU. And uh, Zio Jedi, who retreated us and with this uh, caption said... I hope he returns as a scroll for Secret Invasion. That would that's be a, awesome. That's a dope. That's a dope idea. Yes. Um, was, so, yeah. so a follow up on this. I didn't include in the stories because it's a rumor currently that because I would like to see that. Yeah. Although, how many more people can they cram in this movie? I Fire, Firestar, and Iceman. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I hate to see that. And the dog, the yappy dog. I would would risk COVID to see Spider-Man and his amazing friends Friends. in Spider-Man 3. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, I'd be uh, okay with that. All right. All right. Well, that is our social media madness for the week, boys and girls. Uh, Thank the God. If you would like to be a part of social media madness, here's our good friend D Square to tell you how you can be part of the fun. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thank you for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerd Podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. So, you know, tell them, uh, tell them we sent you and say, hi, D's nuts. Oh, take my material now. <laughs> Uh, that was the best line from last week. So, while John thinks about these nuts, we're going to take our next commercial break. And we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. I did it just for that side, John. All right. We got a little bit of news to talk about this week. Um, we got a couple interesting follow-up stories related to, of all things... George Clooney and the Buck Rogers story. So let's start with uh, the estate that owns the Buck Rogers um, uh, rights uh, are spoken out against them doing this reboot with George Clooney. Um, Now, Legendary has said they have secured the rights, so they're in the right to make it, but uh, they don't want them to. They can put... Nolan family, that's who owns Nolan Family Trust is who who is uh the owners of the rights. Oh. So if 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 Legendary's got it, they could get they could have him versus Godzilla after King Kong's done. <laughs> so there's competing Buck Rogers projects right now. Yes, and then the other story that we have is um Is this public domain? Sky, How is this happening? How Skydance they- developing cup is has a competing uh movie based on the Pulp Hero. So Here's my question. What the hell? You can't do a movie with Buck Rogers, though. There's too much. I mean, you, you, Nolan, you'd basically be doing Flash Gordon all over. Maybe the Nolan Family Trust owns the rights based on the TV show, but maybe the pulp character from the, you know, the 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 magazines is uh, public domain at this point. You know, there's some, there might be something to that. There's some idiot running around on uh, Twitter right now saying he has the rights to the 1940s DC characters. And like, I don't know, he's a freaking moron. But it's like, there's something going on with this that doesn't make sense, where you shouldn't be able to have these completed in 1928, huh? Yeah. I do wonder if this is now public domain. I don't know. Oh, that would make... Well, he first appeared in a novella in 1929. Uh, Armageddon uh, 2419 was the name of that. Okay. 
And then he was renewed in the 50s. As long as long as it's before Mickey Mouse, because our copyright, our whole copyright uh, law structure is based on Disney. Because yeah, nobody wants yeah. nobody wants Mickey Mouse to go out of you know be, become public domain. There's plenty so, of people that want to see it. There's not well, yeah, people. yeah, but yeah. but the thing is that Congress doesn't want it. So every time they go up to extend the copyrights, that the the copyright um, limitations for the they do it for the mouse. And, I believe Mouse I believe Steamboat Willie is 1929, and Buck Rogers shows up in this amazing stories in 1928. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. I need to dig. I, I just kind of looked overlooked the the headline. I did not go deeper into this article. So, I want to know a little more. There's a the caveat with the, with the copyright isn't that it's not just so many years. It has to be you have to renew the copyright and you mm-hmm. have to be actively using the character. It's not just oh this estate owns this character forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there 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 are weird rules like this. That. Is how we got the kid the Fantastic Four Ashcan movie is because they had to do they had to yeah. be in production by X date. The Roger right. Corman one, right? The Roger Corman yes. one, yeah. And then they but when they had the movie, Marvel had to go. God damn! All right, we'll buy it from you. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh oh, they could have Buck Rogers be the star the star the the, the Luke Skywalker moment on uh, division. Ah yes, and the club the world will collect a collective who. <laughs> what? What? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't. I mean, like, because we said last week, is this just an idea that's being floated? Is this actually going to get made? And then people are saying, I don't know. There's, there's some weird interest in Hollywood to do a Buck Rogers because everyone, it's out of ideas. I'm amazed there's not this much for Flash Gordon, to be honest with you. Yeah, because isn't uh, Buck Rogers a knockoff Flash Gordon? Pretty much. Uh, which one came first? Damn it. I don't know which one came first. They're both real old Pulp Fiction characters, you know? No, I don't know. Uh, I think I think there is a company that currently owns the rights to Flash Gordon. King Syndicate. That's it. Yes. So They own, like, uh, the, the the Phantom, too. And, um... Oh, right. The Phantom. The, so is that Green Hornet, uh, too, The right? magic user, My, magic character. Mandrake the Magician. It's Mandrake. That's it. Yes. Yes. In the shadow and all those old guys. Yeah. Yes. Um, there was actually a cartoon in the 80s that had all those characters in it. Yeah, the Defenders of the Earth. Yes, that was it. I, yep. I remember that I remember one. remember that. Because every time I heard them say, Defenders is coming, I'm like, Defenders of the Earth? And it's like, no, no, it was the other Marvel one. It's like, <laughs> not the... Not the yes, fiction. yes. So, so maybe we'll get a live-action Defenders of the Earth movie if Buck Rogers comes back. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, only old guys like us would even deem that you know, like we we would we we. Hey, if Marvel can make Guardians of the Galaxy work, I think you can. You get the right people, you can make anything. Then work. then they should get Marvel to do those because they're the only ones are going to get that to work. I mean, I mean, they, really, they can hire they can hire Kevin Feige's uh, uh, hairstylist to write it. Right? Isn't that how Hollywood works? I Pretty much. Think no, that's John Peters' life story. You just yeah. Uh... That's true. That's John Peters. Yes, 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 it is. That's why I said it. Uh, All right. Um, what a lunatic, by the way. So never mind. Yeah, but I mean, we wouldn't have got Wild Wild West without him. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that giant mechanical spider. That was, you know. All right. All right. Moving on. I'm going off the rails here. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? No. 
Well, I had it on when I was writing, but I, I could it wasn't a very good game. Well, Brady was going to win it anyway. It wasn't, but we did get a new trailer for Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, well, that I watched. <laughs> you don't watch the game, but you have the timer set so that when the trailer's come, you know, when the, the It was on YouTube before the game coming. even started. But yeah, um, I saw it before the game. So, JD. Lethal Weapon. You were right. Very, <laughs> very lethal weapon. I was lethal weapon. It's totally what they're doing. Oh, oh I told you God. it would work. Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot wait to see an entire show based around those two, those two just ranking on each other. Dude, they have great just, chemistry together. I, I know. It is like, awesome. Shockingly, it when, really is good. When it gets to the end of the trailer and they're sitting there staring at each other and the I don't know the person interviewing them, she's like, what, what are you guys doing? What, stop it. What are you having a staring contest? Why don't you blink? It's just, great. just constantly slamming on each other. Like, you know, every oh, chance they can get. This is, this gonna, is gonna be, gonna be st- good. Yeah. No. It's gonna be really good. Like, I'm very excited about this show. Sharon Carter back. Oh vo- criminally underutilized when yep. Marvel decided. I'm not hundred percent believing that they want that they that the Peggy Carter ending was always in in play, by the way. Because like you yeah, thought he was going to end play. up with her, Agent. Yeah, we, I don't. Yeah, with Agent Thirteen. Yeah, you thought that was was going to happen, and they didn't do that. But yeah, she's back, which makes me happy because she's really good, and I'm excited to see it. Baron Zemo, they're going to give him the mask this time. Thank you very much. Yes, mm-hmm. very happy about that. You know what the best part about it though is the best part about this trailer. Do you know where they are? Do you know where this is taking place? That city. That's right. Dave. I forgot you sent me that link. Yeah, Dave. What city was that in? Oh, um, city. <laughs> Madripoor. What's Madripoor? Madripoor is like Singapore. Yeah. And do you know who had spy adventures in Madripoor? Who's what comic character Madripoor comes from? That wouldn't be Black Widow, would it? No, it would not be Black Widow. Dave, who would be? Who whose stories are aligned with Madripoor? Wait a minute. Why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, why are you drawing a blank? These are like famous patch, man. Yes, uh the the Nick Fury. No, no, Wolverine. Oh, that's right. Well, these are that's the city from Wolverine's. I believe it was Marvel Comics Presents when he he had a patch for some reason over his eye. It was doing yes. like James Bond style adventures, yeah, no, and he, he wasn't was, Logan. Was a, he was Patch. Yes, and because he, he was an agent of Shield for a while. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But again, what city are we going to? Madripoor. Hmm. No, hmm. we're not bringing Wolverine. Hmm. Into- are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> you're not going to get. This is the hill you're going to die on, isn't it? I'm going to will it into existence. Hey, if you talk about manifestation, like I'm reading the secret, manifest something and you like make it real. This is going to become like JD's uh, QAnon uh, conspiracy. Wolverine's coming back and it's going to be you, Jackman, damn it. What a healthier conspiracy. No one's going to die on that hill. Like if he walks into happy, if he walks into WandaVision, then the the chances of him not showing up in Madripoor are very low. Well, I don't need him to show up in Madripoor. I'm just saying it's just a very big coincidence that we're bringing in stuff from Wolverine. Yeah, but, but that's what that's what this uh, Marvel does with these shows. They 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 pick countries and places that I'm are important for other I'm things. Just, I'm just saying it's coincidence. That's all. Like, what's the country in? Um, Pirate heritage. Um, uh, is it Infinity War? No, uh, Civil War. When she Sokovia, no, not Sokovia. That's Age of Ultron. Oh, Civil yeah. War when uh, she accidentally kills Lagos, right? Lagos, yeah, Lagos. from the commercial. And then, commercial. Then, and then the, yeah, yeah, they do yeah. the Lagos commercial, like yeah, the most I mean, spot on, by the way, cleaning up the mess that you didn't mean to to make. Yeah. But Lagos yeah. is Lagos is in the comics too. It is, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not necessarily tied 
No, to... it's it's not. It's just a coincidence, Dave. Just a giant coincidence. It's <laughs> supposed to be an X mansion there, huh? There's a lot going on over there, man. And it's they've they've talked about it. Maria Hill actually talked about Medjaport at one point because uh, they it in yeah, Avengers. The, when they don't want to use real countries, they use their made-up ones. They do. That is true. Yeah. And like DC is the same way with your uh, Condax. Well, and D- your DC's a, DC DC uses it like to to a a, a fault. Whereas yeah, in, pretty much. You know, I mean, at least like Spider-Man is you know, hanging around New York. They they can't seem to have an act in DC. They can't seem to have an actual superhero hang around in a real city you know? because they have, because again that's just not part of DC's like chemistry. That's not part right. of their DNA. Like you need Metropolis and Gotham. You know, Batman in New York isn't nearly as fun. Oh yeah, no, I, I for those characters, uh, yeah, true. But you know, like they made up a, they made up new cities all over the place. They did. So, they did. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a theory saying that the DC Earth is bigger than our Earth to accompany all the extra cities and countries. Yeah, I'm sure the effects of gravity on people are like you know, pretty fun too. It's, right, we do, it, we do have people to fly. Well, yeah, but not normal people like the regular people. There's lots of normal people that fly in the DC. There's lots of flying people in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Lots. Uh, this is true. Um, yeah, no, but it's funny because I never even thought about that before because. I always kind of thought, oh, well, they don't have New York. They have Metropolis. They don't have Chicago. They have Gotham. Like, that's how I kind of always looked at it. That's Yeah, well, they're both supposed because, again, DC was just cobbled together from different comics that were never supposed to be connected. Marvel was always meant to be this, like, big universe. Like, that's kind of what Stan's idea was. DC was never supposed to be that. It had to kind of get on board with it to compete and dc is all i'll maintain this dc is at its best when it doesn't worry about continuity and other things and just focuses on what it's doing in the moment yeah 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 i'll give you that it's true um yeah so i don't know um that being said the show is going to be great i can't wait it starts in march too so right when we wrap wandavision where it looks like we're gonna go pretty much right into winter soldier they're going to be connected that would be interesting. Well, yeah. I imagine there'll be some loose ties, but, you know. Yeah, I think that I they have to connect it a little bit because it's going to be like, how do you go into Falcon Winter Soldier after having this? And do you like, like, you're not going to make us wait till Doctor Strange 2. Obviously, this is going to tie into Spider-Man as well somehow. So, yeah, yeah. It sure seems that way. So I'm sure this one will just, boy, what else is coming out movie-wise? Like, I forgot. They've been so focused on I, their TV slate that I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I know Spider-Man's supposed to come out sometime and Black Widow. That's all we know. Okay. So who knows what else they're working on? Yeah. That's that's the beauty of, of this world we live in now. And, and these video walls, you can just make whatever, you know, and nobody really has to even know about it. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Totally closed set. You don't have to go anywhere. Right. Very cool. So, And then lastly, uh, because we already talked about the one story, we can combine uh, these last two stories. We got some casting news, guys. For Peacemaker, because I know we're looking forward to that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? James Gunn doing a series with John Cena on HBO? Sign me up. Can't wait. Um, So first we have um, Elizabeth Faith Ludlow and Rizwan Manji um, have been cast in Peacemaker. It doesn't say who they're playing in the the article. Well, knowing James Gunn, they're going to be some random characters that probably appeared in like one issue of a book and we're talking about peacemaker you're talking about one the inspiration for the comedian yes two a severely insignificant character in the grand scheme of dc comics 
And yet he's getting his own uh, series on HBO. Hey man, look what look what Gunn did with Star Lord. And then uh, and then spinning well, off of yeah, that. Yeah, but that was Gun. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, look what James Gunn did yeah, with Star Lord. Yeah, I guess like DC might get one right. <laughs> they hired the right guy though. I mean, like they have the right when you hire the right people to do things, you're going to get good work. Like I know this Justice or this. Uh, um, Suicide Squad movie is going to be good. The only problem they have is now we know for a fact that John Cena makes it out of Suicide Squad alive. Mm. Chris Conrad is vigilante. Do we? They got no, Chris Conrad not. is vigilante. I wonder which said, which vigilante. There's lots of vigilantes. Yeah. Because they said they said that the, this could take place before the movie. Could that's true. That's true. It's true. Um, and then finally, Nahut Lee has been cast as Judo Master. That's cool. He's another one of those DC characters that make you go, huh? Yeah, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of characters. But again, it's a, it's one of those Charlton characters that we uh, we talked about that Alan Moore wanted to originally use in Watchmen. Yeah. So, you know, instead they it doesn't happen. Instead, he goes into the uh, DC vault, so to say, and then people bust him out for things like Suicide Squad. That's what made the Suicide Squad comics so great was that uh, you could like pull people from everywhere. To yeah. use in the Suicide Squad, and characters became who were insignificant, like Deadshot. Deadshot was insignificant and became something special because of Suicide Squad. And on the other hand, you could take characters that that nobody wants and just like, okay, well, you get your head blown off. Yeah, you know, Dude, they clean, did it with clean out the backlog. So there's this famous Animal Man story arc where Grant Morrison is writing him, and Animal Man becomes self aware, and he like understands that he's in a comic book, and he literally like talks to his creator and it's Grant Morrison because, you know, Grant Morrison stuff. So Ostrander later brings in the Morrison character into the suicide squad as the writer <laughs> and he dies. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's where we got one. Uh, that's where we got Oracle from when Barbara Gordon was pretty much written out of Batman after the killing joke, John Ostrander gave her new life and created Oracle. Right. The suicide squad is one of the most important fundamental uh, character, not characters, but like fundamental things in the history of the DC comics universe. Suicide Squad is vital. That's why I never needed that terrible movie by David Ayers. Yeah. Uh, we got to release the Ayers cut. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be a thing next, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. You didn't know that? It's already a thing on Twitter. Yeah, but it's not. But it's so overshadowed by the real thing. Yeah. Now these it's nerds a, are going to be these nerds are yeah, going to be so they, like. Once they get it. I know. It's like when it's like when Andy cries about a cookie and I relent and I give him a cookie and he's like, I want another cookie. <laughs> and it's like I've just emboldened the child. Well, you, you gave me the first cookies, so right. you might as well give so me why the not, second. Why not give me the fifteenth? <laughs> right. And then as the parent, you go, you know what? I screwed up by doing the first one. I have no yep. reason I can't give him fifteen cookies. That's what Warren was done to us right now. Well, that's when you answer because <laughs> I know that's you as a child that frustrates you so much, but as a parent, you understand the meaning of because. Yeah. It's because I don't kind of freaking give you a reason, you little ch- because oh. reasons. <laughs> so what do you guys think of these casting choices? Uh let us know in the comments down below and of course freaking over on Twitter man. and all those fun things. And um yeah, we don't have a main topic this week, so I think what do you mean? WandaVision was our WandaVision main is our main topic. We're a <laughs> yeah, WandaVision podcast now. <laughs> We pay our respects it, to the Wanda. It's good enough. It's it's good enough to be that. I mean, you know, I'm. Oh, I agree. We, we can't knock ourselves for that. Oh, I I agree. Every week, like I look forward. Welcome to Wanda talk. All right. Well, welcome to Wanda. I mean, seriously, I got so disappointed last week when I when I because I thought WandaVision premiered at midnight Eastern, 
So at 11, I finished my writing up. I got down to the couch, sat down, and it wasn't on there. And I looked on Twitter, like, oh, it's 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 midnight West Coast. I'm like, oh, I'm not staying up till two o'clock, little did I know. So I wound up working out. But I mean, like, it's it, this is like appointment TV for me. Mm-hmm. I'm this into the show. Uh, I watch it when I get home from the gym on Friday. So, but that's in the morning. So I mean, like, you're yeah. you're still making it appointment television. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, right. I mean, that's how good it is. You watch it as soon as you can. Like, yeah, as soon as, as soon as you possibly can, you're gonna watch WandaVision. I think that's what I should be asking our audience. Do you want us to keep talking this much about WandaVision? No, I don't want their opinion. This is what we're doing. <laughs> this is what we are now for the children. For the children. <laughs> this, is, this is Wanda's podcast now. <laughs> for the children. All right. That was awesome. So, on that note, do you yes. guys have any recommendations for our audience, John? no i don't have anything right now i really uh i i i haven't run across anything that's good enough to be a recommendation it's been a boring week i'll I'll get you know what i'll I'll give i'll give i'll give you this you know there's a set of books about werewolves and stuff written by this guy named jd only one werewolf book but yes thank you keep going you you should you should probably check those out you you really should In, in one of them he mysteriously kills one of us. It wasn't mysterious. You paid me for it. It's very overt, actually. Well, it's it's not mysterious if you tell them that, but okay. Well, so, they talked about on this podcast talk about so it. much. I think we talk about it all the time. So there's no mystery there. No, thank you, John. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. When you get your book out, I will shamelessly hawk it at every chance I get. Awesome. Because um, I do that on social media. Coming in 2032. Right. Good. You got a, it's good. You got a goal. You got a, You see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, well... <laughs> so uh i have a couple recommendations oh, you're done sure i got asked to beta test this really cool app and i can't talk about the title right now because it's still in a beta test mode. but i'm gonna pitch this to you to the audience and let me sell it to you imagine twitter with voices so instead of writing your thoughts out you speak your you record your thoughts and that's how you read twitter like it, it's read to you and you it's hear called, it's called voicemail no, no, no. But I mean, it's like, it's like Twitter. Like you say that people laugh at Twitter. Remember the first time you looked at Twitter? Oh, uh, what am I do? What do I think? What the, wow, this isn't going to work. And then a week later, you're like, I love this. I got regular. I tried to get Dave on it, but Dave's got a, Dave's an Android guy. So he didn't yes, quite. The beta is only, the beta is only back. But I got regular Scott from Android. taking E on it. And regular Scott texts me. He's like, you're right. This is a game changer. Because this is a great chance for podcasters to promote their wares. Right, because now you get an easier shot because people are more likely to listen to audio if they're on this app, oh. right? And this is a great promotion tool. I got hooked up for my my buddies at Fight Game, and it's super small right now. They're looking to you know grow it and expand this beta. But I'm telling you, when this thing gets released, this could be a game changer. I love this thing. It's the only problem that right now is there's not a lot of guys in there to interact with. So I'm interacting with the same like six people, <clears throat> but it's a lot of fun, and I hope. Later in the year, when it when it comes to market, I hope I'm going to push it on this podcast a lot because I really love this thing. I think it's so damn cool. So, so interesting. They did tell me because I they sent me the invite for the the demo, and then I was like, or the beta, and then I went to go, and it's like, oh, an, uh, iPhone. I'm like, sorry, I said, is it developed for Android. He's like, no, but he said it will be available on Android at launch, and I think it's like by the end of the month they're coming out. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that quick. Cool. Like, and there's things that we're working the he's working the bugs out of. I gave him my suggestions on some stuff. He's like, "Yeah, we got that coming. We got that coming. We just want to make sure them that the main stuff works." And like I said, I've I've quite enjoyed playing with it. They have now, stock or anything? I don't think so. 
I should, hmm. I should ask my friend that. They have any? Yeah, they're now, looking for investors. Now, here's a question though. I kind of feel like Twitter isn't evasive because you just Twitter's open it up. Incredibly invasive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> I mean, invasive is not the right word. Um, I just offensive. I just offensive. That's that's no, Twitter's no, no. super offensive. <laughs> it's okay. Here's my question: Do you have to click on the thing to listen to it, or does it automatically play as you scroll through? So, like, that's good. When you have, they're called thoughts instead of tweets. You you have to if you if you go on your main page and you just click to start it, it'll go through them. Right, it'll automatically read them. And if you want to go into it, then you can thread the thoughts too. So if you individually click on that, then you'll hear all your responses. So like what I've thought about doing when this thing launches is I may I may do a short story and just record it okay. in one because minute they're like like tweets only 180 characters. These are one minute. So I might just do some short stories or like chapters from a novel and just read them into my phone because it'll go okay. it'll it links one to the next. So I'm just again my you know see, me and my butt. Okay, yeah. so that you're taking the idea and you're. You're thinking, how can we use this? Correct, and that makes sense. You're not just like, oh, I'm just randomly putting my thoughts out there. Like, well, that's people, people will put that's people, but that's what that and that's going to support it, and that's what Twitter is: people randomly thinking. And like, there's something about like, I think that people who like podcasts will be more inclined to do this because they're used to listening to things, right? You know, and like someone like me, because that's where my brain is. How can I? How can I market myself? How can I get more people into what the millions of things that I do? And I guess, again, for books, it's always like, man, how do you stand out? So for me, this is like a quick one. And for what we do, because you and I could have could go back and forth and like a like a a thought thread and like have like 15 things that would like almost become like a simulated podcast. What better way to advertise our show? Or like me and me and regular Scott will just go to town on pro wrestling where I tell him he's an idiot all the time. Love you, Scott. And like, it's just like, there's so many uses for it. uh, What's the limit? Like how long? Well, they're one minute long. One minute. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you say gotta, a lot in a minute. You can't say a lot in a minute because I pushed myself <laughs> to see like what I can do, and I got my. That's where I first got my. I told you so's. I got on the app, and I, I I lost my mind into it and had some responses that were entertaining. You could get into some really nasty flame wars with that. You totally can. Like NBA Twitter, if they get on this app, they're gonna like light each other up. It's gonna be entertaining as all hell. Because I mean, like now with with because Twitter communication sometimes gets lost because people can't read sarcasm. And people can't right. write sarcasm. Right. People can't write sarcasm, which is tricky. It's tricky to write sarcasm. Yeah. Like when you hear when you hear someone talking like this, it's pretty clear that like you know they're being sarcastic. So yeah. there's so many more there's so many more modes of communication you can utilize. And like I said I'm very excited to be one of the first like 15 people to participate in this app. You know, really on the ground floor stuff. It's very excited. I hope I hope it works. I really do. I'll I'll sign up for it when it comes out. So yeah, my second my actual thing that I people goes I've been digging into this Super Void Cinema YouTube page. Like I'm not John. I don't watch a million YouTube channels, but this one is because they make these like hour long documentary based these like cheaply made documentaries that talk about these like development hell movies, and there's yeah. like six hours of Superman stuff between like all the never made Superman movies, and they're so addicting. And I watched the Hulk like an hour and a half on how the Hulk movies never or eventually did get made. And it broke down. It also went off on a wild tangent about Jack Kirby and Stan Lee's fight over rights and ownership and comics. And I'm like, I adore this channel. Like it's they just have, everything for me. I've heard, I've, I, I ran across one of those. I, I never, I didn't watch it, but it, I think they, you would like they're, it. They're in my feed. I think it might be in my feed have, because of you, but probably, I'll, I think I gave it to you. I think I sent you a link. Yeah. Like, it's really good, man. It's really good. Do they have there one there on was the, one uh, about the sorry, sorry, Dave. There was one about the Superman 
fifth the fifth movie the fifth that movie that, that never got made it, yeah. it, it's like there's like three there's four in a row they do that one the the carrie the one that written by carrie bates that never got made and it transitions into the superman lives movie that john hmm. peters had <laughs> up and then yeah. it transitions into the superman flyby movie that jj abrams and Macbeth or Macbeth mcg were gonna make mm-hmm. and then that transitions into the superman batman movie that what uh, uh wolfgang peterson was gonna make so it's like all this the, the, what's up astonishing me is the amount of money that warner brothers spent on movies that never got made it's mind-boggling but yep. it's great it makes for great documentary material it's such a good youtube channel mm-hmm. super void cinema can't say enough good things about it. i'd like to see one on the marvel like like because we've talked about behind the scenes of the snyder cut and like how that would make a cool movie but like this the marvel cinematic universe and the they, start- do, they start they have an iron man one they have, they have Hulk- one. How about a Spider-Man one that goes all the way they, back to the eighties when they, they first promised the Spider-Man movie? They have that. But James can they focus specifically on the James Cameron one. Oh, okay. But they have that. They're like that. You've gone the channel. I think there's like 15 of them. They also do like mo- other movies in there that weren't superior that never got made, like uh Schwarzenegger's Crusades movie that Paul Verhoeven was supposed to make that never got made. Or this big epic, I haven't watched it, this epic Paradise Lost film that was supposed to get made that never did the the there's like three or four alien ones because there's been a bunch of alien oh, yeah. movies that never got made and it's just like stuff like this these development hell movies fascinate me because these studios spend so much money on things that are gonna get made like they had a hulk the hulk one i just watched last night they had an animatronic hulk a fully operational animatronic hulk that they never used it never got used for anything and it's just like it astounds me it's I like, how, oh, I mean, it was like 30, it was like 20 feet tall or something stupid. I still like, want it. it I just, it, I can't fathom the amount of money these studios piss away on nothingness. And the, my favorite part is they go, oh, they loved this script by so-and-so. So then they hired this guy to rewrite it. And it's like, no wonder Hollywood is broke. Yeah. Like, like we love this idea. Who can rewrite it? And what they wind up getting is always mediocre anyway. Yep. Yeah. The the only crazy, the, the, crazy. the best the best movies you've ever seen have been the ones that they they paid some writer who had a really great idea but they never interfered with him and they or just director, yeah yeah or director and they just yeah. they just let them do their it's, thing it's, and immediately after they get famous and and it and the it gets popular that's when the the um, it, the studio steps in and starts to ruin it. Well, that's what the, and that's what's made Marvel work is that because they function as their own studio, they don't have draft after draft after draft after draft after draft after draft of these things, right? Yeah, like they're not trying to triangulate the four quadrants, right? right? Feige's like, this is what I want. Let's find the the right people to do it, mm-hmm. and he's handled it much more like TV, and it's it's worked. And it's people that love, like not just not even just finding people that love the characters and the stories, but finding the people for the right tone. Like the the difference of the tone between yeah, like you're right. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, WandaVision, and now the this uh, Winter Soldier and and, and Falcon. To be fair, and you watch these videos, they do hire people with it, and they deliver a draft. And sometimes it freaking sucks, and sometimes it's great. And they just they don't know what to do. they don't know what to do from there. There's this He Man one that I saw. It's like two hours on He Man. Oh God. And it's like He-Man, fascinating. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's. There was I can't a, believe it's only two hours. There's like a there's like a, a thing on on a, a two thousand a, a two thousand nine He Man movie that would have been like epic. And I'm watching them talk because they'll like they'll talk about the script. They'll break down the script and what happens. And they have like they'll use cartoons or stuff or clips from other movies to like do. I don't know how they're getting away with this to be quite honest with you. But like 
they they show like a simulation of what the story could be. And I'm watching something like this would have been epic. And of course the studio went, nah, nah. And that just it leaves me at it leaves me just like it makes me angry at Hollywood and happy that I I chased other dragons and didn't want to keep being a filmmaker. But it's fascinating TV. Fascinating TV. Super oh. void cinema. All right. Dave well, I, <laughs> I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week and comic reviews by our good friend D Square. And uh, also head on over to YouTube where you can find the pod- this video every week and uh, subscribe to us. Give us a like, you know, leave a comment, help, help us break through that algorithm so more people can find us. And uh, um, again, I'm not going to go into details about a crazy week I had, but I have started meditating. And I would highly recommend that if you have stress in your life, meditation is key. So yeah, um, I think people should try that. And uh, yeah. That is my recommendation for the week. John's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, right. no, I've tried meditation before, but I just couldn't keep my constant swirl. <laughs> it's really hard to meditate when you're ADHD. Yes, I, I, I believe you, but it's possible. So on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for hanging out. Don't let you keep you caught in the door. Have a good week.